Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 it is I, again, Michael D. Mullins here for DDP Radio Live right here at ddpradio.com, right here at the DDP Radio Megaplex, and you know what, I don't got time for stairs today, we're running late, we're running late, we don't have a lot of time for elevators, I don't have time to for stairs. So I have the first ever created real life teleportation device, like beam me up Scotty style. So all I got to do now is go into the lobby here at the DDP Radio Megaplex, get on this teleportation device, click the button, and. Oh, it didn't work. All right, I guess I'm taking the stairs. All right, we're up the stairs, running up all the way, flight after flight after flight, and here we are at the rooftop, at the top of the roof, at the top of the building, and the top of the tallest building in all of North Carolina. And I climb upon that rooftop, and I go up to the DDP radio tower, the magical tower that blasts this show to the ends of the world, and I climb rung by rung by rung, and I put my hand up to my eyes, and I squint. And in the darkness of the night, on the top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, is my co-host living in an isolation, in a hut like Rocky Fuller in the mountains of Canada, just training, 24 hours a day training for this moment here at DDP Radio. And she is ready to go. I can feel the power, and I lock that beam up to the beam on top of her cabin, and it blasts CDP radio to the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Crystal Stewart, how are you? <laughs> I'm really good, thanks. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> we, should, we should just, all right, for, for, uh, for just the uh, scientific purposes, we should just not book a show with any guests and just have me start the intro and see how long I can keep going, like just ad-libbing. I, could, I bet I could do a whole hour. Oh, my. So how are you today? I'm okay. It's a little cool here, but, you know, Canada, you kind of expect it. So, yeah. I mean, well, all things considered, it's been a good day. Oh, oh that's good. And and I know that – Um, so you off the air, you said to me – we get so many people that love this show. We have a lot of people who reach out and tell us how helpful it is. But every once in a while, you know, it's the world. We get, we get a, uh, a negative message once in a while. And I know, Crystal, 
you were kind of bummed out because somebody, you know, took a you know took a yeah. couple of shots at the show via email. And I just want to say this to that person who's listening home right now: if you don't like me, if you don't like what I do, if you don't like me as a person, then you're just gonna have to get in line and grab a number because you were way <laughs> way in the back of the line by now. Like seriously, you got some days to wait. You can't just message Crystal and get to the front of the line. There's a process, and your number way back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Just, just, uh, just wanted to lighten the load a little bit. So, uh, yeah, for the future hate mail, please send to Crystal via ddpradio.com. Uh, <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> So, um, well, we have a guest tonight, I think. Um, yes. That being said, um, I don't have them on my queue, or at least not the number you gave me. And I don't have them uh, raising their hand or anything. So if the guest is listening to this, uh, you know, uh, pop your hand up, hit the, the button that says you have a question, because otherwise our queue is empty. Um, and uh, I know we have Scott French is going to be hanging out with us tonight, uh, apparently, hopefully. Uh, he's not here quite yet, but hopefully he's coming. So, uh, Crystal, I know you've been working really, really hard, you know, getting the guest books, you know, getting getting uh, this thing booked out for the next seven months, eight months, nine months, ten months. Basically, <laughs> I can't take a Wednesday off until I'm 60. So, um, Right. <laughs> but I, I know you went ahead and you, uh, you reached out to Scott French and you wanted to have him come yeah. back. Uh, for an update show, um, he's not here yet, but to kill a little time so when he does arrive, uh, we'll be ready for him. Uh, why did you go uh, reach out to Scott again? What was it about his story that you were excited to bring back for a follow-up? Um, I know he's a beloved member of the DDPY community. Uh, yeah. A lot of people on my who I care about that vouch for him and, and his story. So, uh, obviously, uh, his first episode was, was fantastic, and uh, what was it that made you want to reach out and, and do a part two? So, I mean, there's certain criteria that comes with, you know, being on um, DDP radio and just things I look at. And Scott's one of those people. I mean, he's always around, you know, there's people know who he is Um he works really hard at the program and helping other people. I mean, he's just one of those people that, you know, he's just part of the fabric, I guess I'm what I'm, what I'm trying to say of everything we do here. And I don't know. I just thought it'd be really important because he's had some challenges as of late and all that he gives out and gives back to everyone, um, it's kind of nice to hear the other side of the story sometimes as well. So, yes, we've had him on before, but he's definitely due to be on again. Well, apparently he's Beetlejuice because you mentioned his name twice and suddenly he pops up in my queue. So I'm not going to wait anymore (laughs) uh, to bring him on here. Um, without any further ado, uh, Crystal, I guess you already explained it. Uh, he, he was on the show a while back. Uh, you guys probably know yeah. him in the DDPY community. Um, he's one of those stories that keeps going. And we love what we love doing here at DDP Radio is featuring success stories. But that's not the end of it. If you're crushing it, if you're killing it, you still have more to offer the show. 
because that journey keeps going. And the journey in the first year or two isn't the same in year three or four. You know, it's constantly right. evolving and constantly changing. And Scott's a guy who is uh, one of those guys that stuck around. And I always say this, no matter how much success you have with the program, no matter how much you struggle, the key is sticking around. And uh, here's one of those guys that's been doing this and uh, stuck around and has helped out a lot of people in the process. So uh, without any further ado, Scott French, hello. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, Scott. How are you, man? Hey, guys. Doing good. How's everybody doing? Good. Uh, I I am wonderful. And and before we get started, I just want to, I have to read this. This message has been paid for by the Jake World Order. He wanted to say, (laughs) I am the tiger. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Jake World Order. Jake is the man. (laughs) We got a message from him and he wanted to make sure we put that out there. So, uh, welcome back to the show, um, Scott. If, if you guys haven't heard Scott's show, if you go back in the archives, search DDP Radio Scott French, you can hear his first episode uh, and, uh, you know, how he got here and the story and stuff like that. But for those just tuning in tonight for the first time, do you want to give us a, a just a quick uh, glance over uh, what brought you to DDPY and, and to this moment right here? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. But before I do that, talk about Jake Order real quick. You know what? It's funny you mentioned it because – uh, today, Jake is my brother, and today is his five-year anniversary that he walked out uh, with double hip replacement surgery, and uh, so that was five years ago today, and Jake is still fighting wow. a good fight and doing DDPY, so uh, yeah, here, here, right back to you, Jake. I hear you, brother. Salute. Congrats. Congrats, <laughs> man. That, that's that's pretty amazing, and he's such a great positive person in this community. He's a good dude, so we appreciate him. Yeah, he really is. But uh, to answer your question, just a, a real quick to get people caught up, I guess it's been um, three and a half years now is my anniversary here at DDPY. And um, just real quick, yeah, I came into it. Uh, I'm a veteran. I was hurt, disabled, 90%, with busted up ankles, knees, and lower back. I was a candidate for spinal fusion surgery and knee replacement surgery. And when I found that out, I was I had just found DDPY. And I use DDPY to avoid these surgeries. Till this day, I have uh, avoided the back surgery. I did some spinal epidurals and DDPY every single day and uh, for a long time. And now it's been three and a half years. I've been consistently at the program and have avoided that back surgery and uh, the knee replacement surgery so far. So that's kind of a nutshell as to what got me here. <laughs> oh, awesome, man. And, and you know, uh, I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, you know, I, I came around, I started doing this in 2011, I think 2000, yeah, 2011. So as you go along and you spend some time here, you're going to have different phases of DDPY where things are going to get hard. Things are going to wax. They're going to wane a little bit. You have to kind yeah. of reinvent your reasons for being here yeah. because the thing that drives Definitely. you three and a half years ago may not be the same thing that drives you here today. So right. what Definitely. is it that you've done that you found yourself being successful at this? Cause obviously three and a half years is a long time. There's got to be something that's working for you. And how do you keep yourself in that space, that mind frame of, of why I do this? Well, um, first of all, uh, if you know me, you know, I can be pretty stubborn. 
<laughs> so I set my uh, I set my mind to being stubborn uh, about avoiding that surgery. And when I, you know, like I said, when I found DDPY, it, it helped me to avoid those those surgeries. So I just got really stubborn with the whole program. I said, you know what, you know, it doesn't matter. What really matters is the long run, and I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm, I know I'm going to have my ups and downs, which the Lord knows I have. And there's going to be times when, you know, you're hitting the mat with, you know, passion and intention and with, you know, you're all pumped up and motivated. And those are the great workout days that you just absolutely love and you might be tearing it up. And then you have days where, you know, maybe something really bad's happened or you're feeling like crap or you're feeling ill or you're just not feeling it. But you have to continue to do the those DDPY workouts anyway. You know, and so that's that's kind of been my uh, my motto is, you know, life's going to knock you down sometimes. It's going to happen once in a while. I mean, it's just it's inevitable, right? You can't just have good times all the time. You can't be just all victories, one after another after another. Sure, you can right. stack them and rack them. Yep, you can stack them and rack them, but eventually, you know, life's going to come down and teach you a lesson and knock you back down a little bit, whether you like it or not. And like Dallas says, it's how you react to it. So... Basically, I just got stubborn with the program, and I said I'm not going to quit. And that's just my motto. I'm just going to keep keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up. Right. And this is so. What a lot of people may not know is you and I are friends outside of all all the bells and whistles. We talk periodically, um, you know, on a regular basis. And I have always thought that when I think of you. <laughs> I'm always convinced that your blood type is show up. That's always, <laughs> you know what? It's just, oh, that's my friend Scott. He he has really special blood type. It's called show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. always been the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be, you, you know, when you decide to make this, you know, uh, everybody comes here for different reasons and different motivations and different, like we we say, your what is your why, and yep. you know, and, and it comes down to really like how bad you really want it, and just when you make that commitment, when you say I'm going to do this, you just t- like for me, you know, I'm not exactly young. I just turned sixty here my last birthday, and uh, so for me, it's like you know what I know that there's going to be ups downs, there's going to be highs and lows, and I'm just going to stick with this program and. You know, I might get knocked down for a couple of days or whatever, but I know I'm not quitting. I know I'm getting right back up and knocking the dust off and just going, you know, hitting the app and hitting play again and just keep going. That's, I mean, that's, that's the awesome. game. And I, I have, I, I have a theory that, you know, in the fitness community, the weight loss community, whether it be motivation, people have a tendency to really overcomplicate things. Um, so many people spend time, so much time psychoanalyzing why and where and what they need to do that they don't even have a chance to actually put the work in and do it. And I love the oversimplification, I mean, the, uh, the simplification of just show up because that is yeah. the name of the game. I tell, I tell people all the time, you know, you read these memes and, and they're well-worded and they sound pretty and stuff, but sometimes it's just a bunch of other words for just show up. And Sometimes yeah. we just try to over, we overcomplicate things, and I love that because I've said from day one that you know here you know since my DDPY journey, uh, twelve years I've been doing this almost. 
Um, I've been both in the best shape of my life, then the worst shape of my life, and then somewhere mm-hmm. like in a healthy middle ground where I am now. Sure. And and mm-hmm. I think you know when people commit to this lifestyle, they're either up or they're out. And it, it happens all the time where people are either killing it or they're gone. And I feel yeah, that the way yeah. you look at that, showing up no matter what, you know, it's it, you're going to have those lulls. I've had them. I do this show every week. I've been doing this since this show for, for six, seven years now. And I've talked to people in the best shape of my life and the worst shape of my life. And the fact that I'm still right. here is is what mm-hmm. matters because I couldn't cut this off if I wanted to because all of my friends are DDPY <laughs> people, all of my the people I mm-hmm. work with are DDPY people, and it's such an important part of my life. But it's so crucial to remember that being here and showing up is what creates long term success. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, right. and you know. The, the passion levels are always going to be different. Like you talked about it earlier about the different phases, you know, like I, I honestly believe through my observation that there's nobody more passionate than somebody who's new to DDPY within their first couple of years. And the sure. first part is usually when they resurrect themselves, you know, within that first year you are resurrected. And then that second year you want to share it with the world and then that third year comes along, okay, it's all right now. Now here you go. You hit your stride, you hit your pace, and now you're going to have your ups, your downs, and everyday life comes at you. And then, you know, and that's when I think you're right. I think that's when you hit different phases, and that's where, um, you know, honestly, that's where that whole stick-to-it um, attitude or mindset of, you know, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many friends we, you know, we, we've all, we all have in the community now that we've all been together now for a while and we see our, our brothers and sisters we trip and stumble, some fall, we fall, we get back up and we see people, you know, just conquer just great, huge, you know, wonderful goals and we've seen others trip, stumble and fall and get back up again and, you know, that's life, right? That's life. And the main thing is that we just keep showing up whether your heart's in it or not you roll out the mat you get through the hard time when you're done with your workout you're so glad you freaking did it you know and that's how you do it just keep stacking those small mini victories um scott i wanted to ask you something just because i know that this is something that you know you definitely think about but what is your definition of a fighter Oh, geez, a fighter. So I guess symbolically, physically, obviously, you're talking symbolically. So, I mean, a true fighter is uh, the definition of one's character or one's nature. So some people are not natural-born fighters, and some people are. Some people are natural-born fighters, and then those in between. And But the one thing I learned – you know, teaching martial arts since the 1970s and, uh, is that anybody can learn to be a fighter and to develop the qualities and characteristics of a fighter and not have to get in the ring and get punched in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> and, you know, but it's, it's, the, it's the quality of the person. Yeah. That, that's such a great point because there's there's people that are born just being scrappy sons of bitches who just you know everything they got they they claw for and then 
there's other people who don't expect that they'd have to fight, but they get themselves into a position where my health's on the line. I'm very sick or, or I could die or I've got an injury. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes those are the most dangerous people in the world when your back's against the wall. And it's like, all right, well, this yeah. is it now. This is my, this is my one opportunity. And you're sitting there looking, you know, you're, you're a fighter. You're, you're teaching martial arts. You can do this. But you find yourself in a position where everything you love could be taken away from you because it's going to be hard with that mm-hmm. back injury, you know, to continue mm-hmm. what you do. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm guessing being a fighter and having your back against the wall is, is a pretty, uh, pretty good place for some explosion out of the corner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, I think most people have probably played with a house cat at one point during their life, you know, and I don't know if you ever played a little rough with a cat or you get into a corner, but that thing will turn back on you and come hissing at you and calling at you that a little house cat will scare the hell out of you. Because I'll tear you up. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. so, right, you can take that, you know, the same type of, you channel that intensity and that ferocity, you know, and you channel it into determination, you know. And like I said, it's easy to do when you're motivated. It's easy to hit the mat. It's easy to be positive and pumped. But if you are going through a hard time and you really don't want to hit the mat and you're like, screw it, I'm not going to do it, or, you know, I don't want to do it, that's the hardest time uh, to to do it. And those are the times that when you do, and you do it anyway, and when you're done, you feel so much better for it, and you feel like you conquered it, you know, you, you won a battle. And uh, so, yeah, so I've been yeah. I've been uh, fighting some battles over the last six months. I'll tell you what, I got some news for you guys. Boy, it's been crazy. Well, yeah, well, I, well, I, I want to... I, I want to hear about that, and and I also I love the way you put that. Um, so we, at the beginning here, you mentioned how you know the phases. There's no one as passionate as somebody who's just starting out with DDPY, and you know way back when I started, it was something that I had to grapple with because at first you're completely flying on those butterflies in your belly. You're feeling good. You're excited. You're motivated. It's almost like falling in love, you know, when you're with a new girl and nope. stuff. And then a few weeks Absolutely. in, you know, she moves in, you're, she's leaving her underwear on the floor, and suddenly you get that <laughs> level of comfort, and you, uh, you, you got that level of comfort, and suddenly, you know, it's, you, you like what you do, you love the girl you're with, but that, that excitement of that new relationship is, is kind of wearing off, and then there's just, you settle into the married life, and it's kind of, once you get into that place in DDPY, there's either two roads you can go. You can just, you, now I'm just, I'm, I'm in this and I'm going to make it work and I'm going to work hard at being the best husband I can be. I can be the work hard at cleaning up after myself, trying to make this a peaceful, happy marriage. Or it could be the other thing where you just, you completely just sour and tank and go the other way. And I find so many people, I, I see it happen to people. And at a certain point, you're going to have to stop relying on the butterflies and I've, I said this right. years ago. I, one of the videos I put out a long time ago, still to this day, my biggest video I ever put out on DDPY. But DDP just did his own little video, um, uh, basically saying the same thing about motivation versus determination. And if you want to be successful in this long term, you can't rely on the motivation because that's just a chemical right. reaction. That's just a feeling that's going to go away. And long term success is where you're gritting through it. And you're here three and a half late years later, and, and you were telling me that you know you had a couple you know difficult months in the past few months, and how do you get through that and start you know just gritting through your teeth and just fighting through the hard times to get on the other side of it? You've been here a long time. You're a veteran. 
in this program, uh, what can you tell somebody who's kind of hit that wall or hit that struggle and is now just trying to fight and power themselves through it? Yeah. Well, when you're at that point, I guess when you're, you have already decided that you're kind of like a soldier, like when we were out there and like, say you're on a long ass road march and you got a dozen miles to go and you're beat and you're tired, but you keep doing one thing, picking up one foot and putting it down in front of the other over and over and over. Let me tell you something, being consistent and being dedicated to the DDPY program or to anything in life isn't always full of glory and bells and whistles. And sometimes it is most oftentimes very boring and very tedious because day after day, you're doing the same thing over and over. And you're going to hit those doldrums. But as long as you keep doing it, as long as you keep doing it, that's where the payoff is, you know? So there's, there's going to be times when you'll be like, okay, well, your passion may have dwindled. You may have encountered problems. You're still hitting the mat. You got, and you see guys out there in the community, and I, got, I could list you know, a dozen guys right now that are – they've been doing this for so many years, right? And they just come out for accountability purposes and post in the main group get the screenshots of their workouts just over and over and over. And you look and get to know these guys. You're like, I beat cancer 18 years ago. You know, like, what the – and these guys – and so their passion is no longer – you know, their thing is no longer – you know, what it was maybe when they first started two years ago or all those years ago, right? Now it's about the part that isn't so glorious. It's about the part that isn't so uh, – but you know what? It's the, that, that's the payoff that's inside that you reap those rewards because now by, by then you're reaping the benefits of the program. Like you've got your mobility back in my case. I got my mobility back. My pain is reduced. I'm not walking with a walking cane. I'm helping other people more importantly now because that's a whole different. We're talking about different levels and stages of, of this process, you know, and helping others is also another common phase that happens with many of us on this journey is you want to share it and help other people. Really well said. Right. No, that's really, really well said. And, you know, I, you um you know you've been doing this for a while now so what happened in the past few years obviously with a lot of people have been had a rough couple of years with everything going on in the world uh how did you handle you know 2022 how did it affect you and how are you trying to either work through it or working through it yeah so uh it's been um everything was going you know pretty good and pretty copacetic everything was you know on track um, you know, October last year was uh, my 60th birthday, and uh, yeah, I don't know how many people look forward to their 60th, but uh, I wasn't really looking forward to turning 60, but my wife threw me the best, most wonderful birthday party I've ever had in my life, and I was surrounded by, you know, she threw a big party at the house here. We probably had about 30, 40 people over, and uh, these are all my American Legion uh veterans and veterans, families, friends, and most of them have all been in my DDPY classes. So these are my DDPY and veterans families. And we had a wonderful birthday, birthday party here. And um, so everything was going really good. And then uh, about a month later after that, one of our buddies who was there, close friend of ours was diagnosed with cancer. And uh, so it was really hard on all of us because we're a really tight-knit group. We're, we're a tight family out here. And uh, so he was hit with cancer, 
and then two months later, I was I I had been having some some symptoms, uh, some some things going on with me, and um, two months later, I, I finally got some some results back from tests that I was doing, and uh, I came back with an a positive for an autoimmune. Uh, it's a it's called bullous lupus. It's like a skin lupus. There's yep. a different type of lupus. Yeah, and I was hit with that, and that that was January of this year. It was funny because I had just started the positively unstoppable challenge, and uh, 11 days later, on the 11th, I got the news from my doctor, and it just really knocked the wind out of my sails. And then the following month, my buddy who had cancer uh, passed away. And that was so, I mean, that was, that had a ripple effect to our community when he passed. I mean, he was so loved. I mean, his ride name was Wingman. I mean, that's how, how beloved he was. And so Wingman passed. And then a month later, um, so now we're here in, uh, in March of this year and we're still absorbing this. And then a month later, my wife comes out and tells me that our other friend who we, we hadn't seen him about a year, but uh, they were on vacation, and, and uh, they were at a hotel room, and he just stood up and dropped dead of a heart attack right then and there, and so I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and in the meantime, I'm going, you know, I'm finding new doctors to try and, you know, track this, this, this autoimmune thing that the hell's going on with me, and uh, I started to fall into a depression, and I quit even posting in the Tiger Battalion, and I wasn't communicating, I was just falling into a shell, and then... Uh, and then I, uh, yeah, and then before I knew it, like 11 days had gone by. Well, my, I was sitting there, and my back was killing me. I'm sitting on the couch, and, like, my back is killing me, and, and my knee was hurting. And I'm like, shit. And I looked at my app, and I'm like, I hadn't done DDPY in 11 days. And, you know, my wife goes out, and she's like, what are you going to do? I mean, the, the Tiger Battalion page, you know, page is going to die. You know, you haven't been doing anything with it. And, uh so I realized, so I just started moving again, and that was when I just said, you know what, I went back to basics and said I'm going to just, you know, like take my own advice, put one foot in front of the other, and I went back to, like, energy, fat burner, synergy. I went back to my roots and my reasons and reminded myself, you know, why I was doing this. And then, uh, then in April, I got a call, and then my mom died. And uh, so I was really in a bad place there, you know, but I kept hitting the mat. And um, so I, I am one to, to go ahead and tell people that, you know, I'm a veteran and I do suffer from uh, depression and anxiety. So um, I shouldn't say suffer from it. I should say I deal with it. You know, I used to suffer from it, but now I deal with it. So, um, so I recognize the fact that I'm starting to slip into a depression again. I hadn't posted or talked to anybody for a couple of months. And, and uh, so, yeah, uh, I, uh, I used the mat to, I mean, I would, you know, I didn't do it quite every day, but I was consistent with it. And I made sure that I didn't allow my mindset to slip, you know, into a depression. I tried to stay positive as best I possibly could. And just the one thing I said I'm not going to do is I'm just not going to give up with, this one program that helps me to be better, and that is the DDPY program. So, but uh, then a lot of I'm, I'm sorry. Season, so I don't want to bring I don't want to bring everybody down, man. I'll, I'll follow up here in a little bit with a bunch of good shit that's happened since then. 
Yeah, no, but I mean, I, I'm I'm so sorry, man. That that's such a that's a really not even a rough hand. That's a rough set of hands. And you know, yeah. I, you don't have to be positive because I, there's a lot of people out. I mean, not positive, but you don't have to like you out. You can embrace that. There, I bet there's a lot of people out there who can relate to that shit storm. You don't mind me saying? Um, yeah, sure, man. No I, problem. But I've also learned getting, that there's a lot of people out there that got it way worse than I do, bro. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it, it's it, that's always true, but, you know, the, that's a heavy few months. And, you know, it, yeah. I, I commend you for knowing yourself enough to know where your mind was heading. That's, an, that's, a, that's a self-realization a lot of people don't have until it's too late. Mm. And for you to realize that you've got to pick yourself out of it before things get dark, that's, um, that's a really mm. I- impressive uh, route to take. Well, you know, it's it's not easy, and it, t- it does take practice. And uh, I've been practicing for, for years on trying to uh, develop and control uh, that mindset and to not allow myself to fall back into that state of depression that I had been in before. People have seen my other video on the, you know, uh, on the app and in the program. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I'm never going to allow myself to go back to that state of depression ever again. And... Um, so yes, I obviously was, you know, I was starting to hurt again because I wasn't moving. And of course, you know, you're in a state of depression and, you know, because I had been down that path before I was like, okay, you know, enough is enough. You know, at some point, you know, you just like, that's it. But, uh, so, you know, yeah, so I'm still, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm still coming out of, you know, knocking the dust off of me, um, I've had a lot of good blessings that came out uh, recently, like in in, uh, in May, uh, earlier in May. I wasn't. I had an invitation to go to the DDPY summit, and uh, I wasn't going to go. I got the invitation when I was depressed, and uh, so I just wasn't going to go. And I had made arrangements for my, for my granddaughter to come out and visit us. And uh, but then when I got depressed, I canceled all of it. I canceled that as well. But then uh, in May, my granddaughter calls up and says she's coming. She's 16 years old. She calls me up and she says, Grandpa, I'm coming out. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So that was wonderful, and it was a wonderful experience to have her come out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can imagine. It's extremely hard to be sad when you have a wonderful, vibrant granddaughter and wife that are so happy to be all together again. So we went up to the Grand Canyon and had a great, great vacation and uh, it was absolutely fantastic. But um, right when she called me up before she came out, uh, Dallas called me up. It was the beginning of May. And he goes, hey, man, he goes, are you coming out to the DDPY Summit? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to come, Dallas. And I, I told my granddaughters, I was making excuses. Because I was one of those guys who has depression that could put on the face and be functional and do all your shit, right? So I told Dallas, no, man, I'm not going to come out. And so uh, Dallas and I talked for a little bit, and he was like, I want you to come out. I want you to come out to Summit. And he says, and I want you to come out, and I want you to, to do a class out there at Summit. And I was blown away by it because this was my first Summit. And uh, so I, it was really, I mean, how do you tell Dallas no when he's inviting me to Summit and to lead a class? <laughs> I mean, how do you tell Dallas no? You don't. You don't tell Dallas no. <laughs> and you don't do it. You don't do it normally, so. So, yeah, not, not he, to mention. He, he really lifted me up. 
<laughs> no, I was saying, I was saying, not not to mention, Dallas has one of those like Ghostbusters meters that can that can smell an excuse from from over the phone even. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, he does. No doubt. Yeah, he, he knew I was trying to evade and avoid and, and whatever. And uh, but you know, God bless him, man. That's, that's the second time in three and a half years that that he's lifted me out of a out of a hole, out of a dark place. You know what I mean? And so no. people say, why are you so freaking loyal to this program, man? I'll tell you why. Because it's, you know, because everything I just told you, it's just, uh, you know, it's a positive. This is a positive program that has a positive effect on people's lives and it changes people's lives. And, uh, you know, you're going to start off full of passion and full of piss and vinegar and all fired up. And then it's going to come the times in between where you're going to be, you know, just regular one foot in front of the other. And then you're still going to have your, your, your milestones. You know, like like today and yesterday, I had a couple of workouts. I started off, I wasn't, I was feeling kind of so-so about it, but halfway into the workout, I felt it. I got pumped up and I got in the zone and I went longer and I got done, man, and I felt freaking great. It was awesome. So, I mean, those are the kinds of victories that you stack up one day after another, after another, after another. You know, that's where the victories start to, to, to come into play that's when the universe starts shifting in your direction, you know, when you put the work in. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, it's really part of that whole theory of just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you unpack your bags and stay there. Yeah, who the hell wants to quit? What other options are there? Go, Go back to where we freaking started? What the hell is that shit? Right, and if it was so good, still be there. If it was so good, oh, sorry about that. I was saying you talked about uh, summit, you know, going to summit, and I'm sure you built it up in your head. You know, you built it up. You know, you're thinking I haven't been at my best, and and man, this been years been a past couple years been a shitstorm for a lot of people. I bet when you walked in that room, there was a lot of people who were thinking and having the same exact doubts you were. And in that moment, especially in depression, you know, you start getting depressed so you don't go and and be active and then you're not active and you stop doing your workouts and then you get in pain, which perpetuates the depression and it's a vicious cycle. And I bet just Mm -hmm. walking through those doors and being with DDPY people again, it was probably the turnaround, not just you, but a lot of people needed. Yep. You're absolutely right, Mike. You nailed it, bro. It's I think it was medicine for the soul for every single person there. I mean, I don't know if it was because it had been a couple of years since the last summit due to COVID or what it was, but the energy that was there was just absolutely magnificent. It was, it it was really indescribable. The, uh, the positive energy and everybody coming together was just I don't know. The word that comes to mind is, is synergy, where the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Yeah. You know, like one one plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one equals three or four. You know, so it's, it's the type of people that we all everybody came together, and the energy there was just really wonderful. And it was. I wish we could have. Amy and I could have stayed the full time. We only were able to be there for Thursday and Friday, and we had to fly out uh, Saturday, but. Uh, like I said, everything there, everybody there, the energy there was, was wonderful. And I'm, let me tell you, all the people within the organization there, 
uh, you know, at the, the PC, and all the employees all busted their asses and provided a first-class experience for everybody there. And, and if they're listening, I just, uh, you know, on behalf of all of us that attended, want to say thank you. Uh, their level of professionalism is just amazing. Very talented crew. Very appreciative. Very grateful. Well, I, it's it's always a great time at, at the summit, and, and having the honor to be asked to go and, and and be a part of it, and not just be a part of it, but you know, lead a class. That that's a huge honor. That's not an honor that's bestowed oh upon that's there. You know, yeah. you know, what did that mean to mm-hmm. you to stand up there, and how did it feel for the first time to lead a class in front of like the pe- your peers, the people that you learned from and, and are inspired by? <laughs> Oh man, you're, you're actually you're 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 asking some really good questions, and you're you're honing in on some really interesting stuff. Because at first, when when Dallas had called, uh, Amy and I were we had just gotten our little RV, our little camper, and we just got in our camper. Dallas called, and and uh, we had the conversation, and he asked me to come out and to lead a class and all that. And uh, when I hung up, I, I I don't know if I almost like threw up in my mouth. I was so excited and nervous and scared <laughs> and happy all at the same time. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? You know, part of me was like, why can't I just attend and be a face in the crowd? You know, why do I have to be up there leading the class? And the other part of me was so honored and and grateful. And uh, so, yeah, it was a whole whole lot of different, you know, feelings all at once. But overall, it was an incredible honor. And to have uh, those people who signed up to take my class or, or take the work out with me, and like you say, these people are not just my peers, but superiors. I mean, these are every yep. single person in there is a freaking warrior, a savage, <laughs> an incredible, you know, human being who has done so much. And so when I was up there, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I knew that I was like preaching to the choir, so to speak, or whatever. Like these guys can run circles around me, but they were just absolutely amazing. The energy they put forth. Uh, the feedback they gave during that workout was just absolutely wonderful. And what was really, uh, really wonderful was like after the class, they, they, there was a line of people that were, you know, came up to hug me and shake my hand and meet me and talk to me. I had people give me gifts and shirts and, and all kinds of wonderful, beautiful things. And I'll tell you what, I cried. And I'm, I'm, I'm about tearing up right now and just thinking about it. You know, and talking to, oh. to Patricia, and she had these she had these challenge coins from the from the U.S. Army and the military and the 82nd Airborne, and she was showing me the challenge coins, and then she presented me with a couple of angel coins, and I mean the the amount of love and wonderful energy that was going around that building that day was really really remarkable. Uh, I can't tell you how grateful okay. I am. And how relieved were you when you finished your workout? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you think about it, man? They freaking like, like you know, Steve's there, Hayden's there, freaking you know, Garrett's there. Everybody's in and out of there, you know. The place is like, I think there's like forty, forty-five or forty-something people took the class, and there was a bunch of people standing around just watching. Then you had production in there and and all this stuff, so. You know, and then they're micing you up and, you know, they're putting the mic on me and the lights are on and the audio is on and like, all right, this is a whole nother level. <laughs> you know? it, this is a whole different working, level of. Oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you no. off. No, it's all right. 
No, I, I was I was just saying, you know, working out with DDP, it, it can be ter- You know, in front of DDP is terrifying. When the first time I went on the road, you know, he he says to me the day before, he said, "Meet me in my in my in my hotel. We'll do a workout." And I'm like, like one on one workout. The entire night, <laughs> I I prayed to every god in the universe that his alarm didn't go off the next morning. It's the most terrifying thing that has ever happened to me. But getting done with that, I mean, I felt like I just won the presidency or I just won the Olympics. Just the fact that I survived it. There's like an there's a euphoria that comes over you after you finish working out in front of Dallas that no drug could touch in a million lifetimes. <laughs> uh, dude, you're absolutely right. When I, you know, when I was done with that, you know, I, I was just, it was, the feeling was just amazing. It was like, you know, the sweat was just pouring off of me. The energy in the room was just absolutely crazy. And, uh, it was, yeah, I was relieved that it was over. But to be honest with you, man, I could not tell you, what I did in the way I can tell you the general flow, but it was, you know, uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't even tell you like what I did in the workout. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Oh, it must've gone well. It must've gone well though. Cause yeah. you know, all that, all that love after the fact and, you know, you're just riding that wave. So, and just, you know, with the hell of a year you've had and having that to kind of just pull you out of it and cap off like a, an era of your life, if you will, that, you know, it's been difficult and, you know, have that kind of stamp at the end of it. Like that's, that's a really powerful thing to pull you out the other end. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I do owe it to, uh, to Dallas and to Steve and to, 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 you know, to the organization, uh, but Dallas taking an interest in, and lifting me up like that was, has been, uh, you know, I can't tell you how grateful and, and I am, uh, I'm a very, very, very fortunate, and I'm going to take that gift because it was a gift to have been invited and to be asked to do that. And I'm going to take that and just propel it forward and just, you know, the best compliment you can do, I, I believe, to Dallas is just continue putting in the work because, you know, that's what he talks about all the time. He respects those <laughs> who continue to put in the work, you know, yep. keep throwing out the mat, keep putting in the work. And, uh, I mean, that's the name of the game. Yeah, so I have a a quote downstairs in the dungeon before I do my workouts, and it says, is today the day you're going to show up and shut up? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll show up, but there's no promises on the shutting up. Just ask my wife. (laughs) (laughs) That's me too. My wife's probably like, he'll show up if you could shut him up. (laughs) speaking of my wife man i couldn't i couldn't go to i couldn't do any of this without her support i could i wouldn't be half the person i am without this girl by my side i am a very lucky person i gotta say this guys because i'm a very lucky man i have a very wonderful support structure from everything from my wife to my friends here at the Legion and my DDPY friends here and my DDPY friends on the Tiger Battalion and the DDPY community. I'm very fortunate and I'm very lucky. So I just want to, I got to say that. Thank you, uh, Mrs. French too, because I say this all the time. There's a lot of variables that go into being successful in this program and there's no bigger one than I can think of that have somebody at home that's got your back and supporting you and is rooting for you and doing everything they can to kind of cheer you on. So thank you to her too. That's a, 
a huge plus. Thank yeah, you. man, she's – oh, you guys are wonderful. That makes my heart smile when you say that <laughs> because, you know what, she's like one of those quiet warriors that she, does, she doesn't ever post on Facebook. She doesn't ever comment rarely. I mean, she just – I mean, she's just very – low-key, but she is one of the hardest-working, most dedicated, disciplined people I have ever met. She does DDPY. She works out all the time. She doesn't brag. She doesn't boast. She doesn't... And let me tell you what was cool. At the end of the summit, uh, there was uh, some time where they do photos where they were kind enough to have Steve and the crew, the film crew, to do some actual professional photos of us. So they allowed some of us to bring our spouse and to do a photo there. So I didn't realize it until I was like, I was next up in line to be up on stage to be, do the photo. And I saw that they were going to allow a spouse. So I'm yelling up front, Amy, Amy. She comes running down. She's like, what? They called us in. We did our photos. One of them was a standing roundhouse. Now, she hasn't been working out. She's not, you know, she's not warmed up or anything like that. And me, I'm all warmed up. And they're like, all right, hit a double round. So we hold, our, we hold each other up, arms around each other, and we do this, this double roundhouse. She just whips that thing up there because she is so flexible. She's not warmed up. She just whips her foot up there in the roundhouse. No problem. So it was really funny. People were like, whoa. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. I yeah. love it. She's, she's, a, it's like, she's a quiet DDPY warrior. Well, there's, there's a lot of people who, who do that too. You know, I, there's a lot of people who are just, you know, out and loud about it. And there's a lot of people who are just, you know, they're quiet and they're consistent and they're crushing it. And uh, those are the people you got to worry about because they'll hop on stage and just show you up in a heartbeat, apparently. Oh, yes. <laughs> She's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, support, support structure is everything. So my, my recommendation uh, to people, you know, starting the program, if they're just listening or if they're just starting this program – is try to develop a support structure. I mean, ultimately, everything comes from within. Everything comes and emanates from us, from within us. Dallas himself can reach a hand out to you, but if you are not ready to put in the work and if you're not ready to accept the help, then nothing's going to help, right? So you first, okay. everything emanates from you first. You've got to make that decision, that commitment, that this is what I want for my life. And then from there, we have to go about and build our support structure because if we continue – to do and hang around with the same thing, the same people doing the same thing, nothing's going to change, right? So we've got to build that support structure, tell people you're embarking on this journey, you're changing your life, tell your friends you're not going to be partying or eating this as much or that as much or whatever, and see who your real friends are and who's going to support you. Sometimes you got to walk alone because sometimes the people that said that you, they were your friends weren't always your friends because you're trying to improve yourself. But now all of a sudden it causes insecurities in them and it doesn't validate their position or their decision. So that's when we've got to be strong enough and have that intestinal fortitude and say, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this journey and I'm doing it no matter what. But you're right. With support structure, it is so much easier and so much better with support structure. Uh, to those warriors that are out there doing it by themselves and they have no support, I tell you what, I take my hat off to you. I salute you. But get involved in the groups and build that support structure. Make friends online. And before you know it, you might even get to meet them in person and do some DDPY workouts in person or whatever. But when you start making the effort and, and doing the right things, the universe starts shifting in your favor. And that's when things begin to happen. 
Well, I agree. I love it. And, and, and it was such a pleasure to talk to you, man. And you have such great uh, perspective and advice coming in here. And, uh, no, it was really great to talk to you. I hope you'll come back again for round three somewhere down the, road, down the line. And, and well, I'm really you. excited and, and proud of you for, uh, for all the, uh, you know, that's a tough six months. You know, that's a real hard thing. And, and there's a lot of people who don't recover from that. And you just, you know, dug your toes yeah. in with great support and great family and great friends. And you really just mm-hmm. are, are pushing through it. And that's the, that's the epitome of showing up, you know, when it's hard when it gets the hardest, it gets the hardest to show up, and you're still here showing up. So congratulations, Ben. Uh, proud of you. Well, thank you very much, Mike. I really appreciate it. Mike and Crystal, you guys are wonderful. It's been an honor to be on your show and get to know you over these last uh, three and a half years. And uh, hopefully it won't be another three and a half years before I get to come back on the show again. <laughs> no, absolutely. We we would love to have you back, and, and I appreciate it, man. Sure, absolutely. All right, you guys have and, a wonderful uh, day, and go ahead. Oh, you, you, you as well. I'm sorry, man. We have the worst, um, we have the worst delay here on this thing. I hate it. So I'm, I, if I'm talking <laughs> over you at all, it's usually not on purpose. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. I was just saying, thank you very much for having me on. It's been an honor, and I really appreciate you guys. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you too, man. And I can't wait to talk to you again. Congratulations. Good luck. And, and say hello to Mrs. French and, and everybody out there in the Tiger of Italian too. And uh, that message is brought to you by the Jake World Order. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. Have a good time. Everybody. All right, man. All right. Well, there we go. Another episode in the books. Awesome episode. Great job, Crystal, uh, getting all this together. You do such a great job. And you keep bringing us shows week after week that – uh, really inspire uh, me and a lot of other people too. We get a lot of great feedback. And if you don't relate to somebody or one thing, there's always something in the episode that's so relatable. And that's what we do here. We share stories and uh, share successes. And we're really happy to have Scott uh, on here with us uh, again. So thank you so much, Crystal, for putting all that together. All right. I just realized, I don't know what happened. Crystal, you is that muted you? me. Yes. I muted you. No, 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 no. Yes. I have two calls. I have two calls from you right here. You, you, you must have. There's uh, your call here and call here. I've got two of you. I don't know why. Because the world needs Did, uh, more of me. <laughs> Apparently, you're in stereo. I guess. <laughs> I listen. I, I, I screw up a lot. And I'll always, right. I haven't, I haven't touched the computer screen since you, you got muted. That's not on me. Everything else is on me, but not that one. Would you like this week's quote or no? I would definitely like this week's quote. Real quick before we do that and sign out for the night, I just want to yeah. say uh, uh, Tony Mosier, who's a good friend of ours, uh, yeah. he's been on the DDP uh, radio show before. He just uh, dropped an amazing documentary. I just want to give him a little bit of love. He's been on the show with us here uh, a few times, and he has a, a, a new documentary called All Ages Show. He's been working on it for for a couple years now. It's about the Seattle music scene. He's key interviewed guys from the Foo Fighters and just every big name in that area is part of the documentary. He just had a showing last week. And uh, we like to show uh, the DDPY people uh, a little bit of love. And Tony Mosier had the balls to put me in one of his movies a couple years ago where I played (laughs) newscaster named, wait for it, newscaster named Tom Cruise. And uh, I shaved oh, down to a mustache goodness. for the first and last time of my life. Katie wouldn't even look <laughs> me in the eyes with that mustache. It was horrifying. 
But Tony is such a good dude, and I su- tell you guys, go support his stuff. All Ages Show. It's available now. Just had a big premiere in, in, in Washington. Uh, so uh, we just wanted to say that and uh, wish Tony well. And on that note, I think it's time for Crystal to inspire the world and send us off in a big way with a big quote to get us through. So this quote um, this week, I was thinking of Scott, and this is what kind of popped up. The road to success always goes through the sewer first. I I think that's a really great one. And, you know, we've gone through that a million times in the show where people who have just been in the muck, in the trenches – uh, really just get hopeless. It's a hopeless place to be. And I love that you, you put that out there because there's nothing worse. There's, there's no worse place to be than be without hope. And everybody who's had success and pulled themselves out have been in that sewer. And uh, I think it's an inspiring quote because Thank you. pretty much every person we've had on this show has been in the sewer to get yeah. that success. So uh, very apropos. Thank you. That was a good one. No, you're very welcome. Thank you. All right. And in, on that note, um, Crystal, thank you so much. It was a fun yeah. show, and, and I loved having Scott on here. He was full of some great insight, and I, and I like him a lot. So we'll have to bring him back. But until sure. next week, we'll be back with yeah. another episode of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. Um, have a great week. Yeah, um, say goodbye to June because the next time I see you, it'll be July. So, yeah, we made it for another month. Oh, man, that's a bummer. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I swear, these months, someone hit like the, you know, on your iPod when you're listening to a music or podcast, you can hit like one speed, one half speed, two speed. I swear somebody just hit the two speed and we're double timing through this year. But uh, yeah, true story. Have a great week. We'll see you guys soon. You too. And uh, stay safe and own it and all that fun stuff. We'll talk to you soon. I promise I did not mute you. I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, you and I'm did. Gonna, I have I have documents that prove that you're here twice. So uh, it's, uh-huh. it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to besmirch my good name, and I will have none of it. <laughs> besmirch. We'll see. We'll see you, Crystal. Have a great week. <laughs> yes, Check this today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.